The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly. Thanks to NetSpeed. Get unlimited rural broadband today. Gold Sport. Well, it's time to go stateside to Washington, D.C. with our American correspondent, Amy Thaler. Thanksgiving, Amy. Done and dusted. Got turkey left over, have you? Oh, my gosh. I have so much turkey. I've got bags and bags and bags in my freezer. I've got soup in the refrigerator. Just turkey coming out of my ears. Turkey for Africa, as they say. eh? Well, Um, absolutely, yeah. (laughs) It was a a great holiday in my brand-new kitchen. You know, I did renovations this this summer, and um, I had my kitchen worked really well. I hosted for 13, which um, was wonderful. I have to say... My favorite thanks, I think one of my favorite Thanksgiving was the Thanksgivings I did at the Y in Tauranga with, you know, 51 people was my biggest and um, everyone brought a plate and uh, I introduced many to pumpkin pie. Um, I cooked, I cooked, I don't know, a bunch of heaps of pumpkin pies at my house in Papa Moa and, and introduced everybody at the Y to pumpkin pie. It was, uh, I just have such fond memories of Thanksgiving in New Zealand, yeah. And of, course, and of course, after Thanksgiving over there, it's the shopping frenzy, isn't it? Everybody goes crazy. Oh, it's crazy. So the day after Thanksgiving here is known as Black Friday. And, you know, historically, it's one of the biggest retail days of the year. People used to line up at brick and mortar stores for hours starting at the crack of dawn to get the best deals. In fact, a lot of stores actually were open on Thanksgiving Day, and that's shifted a bit. Many are not uh, anymore to give people time to spend with their families. I have no idea if that still goes on, those long lines on the day after, because I wouldn't be caught dead doing that or leaving (laughs) my house the day after Thanksgiving, especially after hosting for 13 and from the numbers, I'd say most people were on their sofas surfing and shopping. Economists and those sorts were wondering what the results would be like this year with inflation and the mm. economy being what it is. Um, but it turns out Americans just love to shop, eh? To the tune of $9.12 billion in online sales, a record, and up 2.3% from last year. To understand the magnitude of that number, on a normal day, online sales are between 2 to $3 billion. So electronics, Natch, were a big component, ratcheting up 221% from an average October day. And of course, leading into Christmas, toys were a big seller as well, popping 285%. But we aren't done yet, BK. The biggest online shopping day, bigger than Black Friday of the year, is today, Cyber Monday. Yes. And the projections, yeah, the projections I'm seeing are targeting up 5.1% from last year or over 11 billion dollars. Yowza. Oh, I know Black Friday over here, They sales were down a wee bit with impending inflation and stuff like that, but I'm not quite sure how Cyber Monday went. Hey, let's move on to the uh, Supreme Court. They've come out with another decision against all 45. Yeah, so after years of battling, the Supreme Court delivered the final ru- ruling on the request for 45 to turn over his tax returns. <laughs> The unsigned opinion with no dissents noted was a decisive defeat for 45 by a court with three of his appointees. The end result is that the Treasury Department will shortly turn over six years of tax returns for old 45 to the House, which has sought those tax returns since 2019. Now, the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee will now proceed to review them, but it's unclear if they will actually publish them. 
Remember that modern precedent is that presidential candidates as well as sitting presidents release their tax returns, have done so for, you know, many, many years. 45's reluctance could be because the New York Times investigation discovered that he didn't pay any federal income tax 11 out of the 18 years reviewed, along with a few other questionable discoveries. Now, the court's decision was just in the nick of time for the Democrats, as come January, we talked the control of the House shifts back to the Republicans, who would likely have dropped the request. And this is not the first time the high court has ruled against Soul 45. It has done so on three previous occasions. Oh, Teflon Don, nothing will stick. I'm, you know, it's just amazing, I, really. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. I saw another big story relating uh, to Elizabeth Holmes over here just this week. And uh, we talked about her a while about the blood testing startup company that uh, she's in a lot of trouble, isn't she? Uh, yeah, she is. Good old Elizabeth Holmes, um, her now defunct blood testing startup Theranos received her sentence for defrauding investors to the tune of $945 million. The drama has played out for about a year or so now, and it's complete with shows on HBO, Hulu, YouTube, and more. Uh, Ms. Holmes now can spend her time critiquing all those shows from her Northern California prison cell over the next 135 months, which is just over 11 years. Wow. That time will be followed by three years of supervised release. Sentencing guidelines provided actually for 20 years. Her probation officer proposed nine. Her lawyer asked for 18 months of home detention, perhaps because she has a one-year-old son and also happens to be pregnant with her second child. Prosecutors, however, recommended 15 years and $104 million in restitution. Word on the street, so to speak, is that it's unusual for the court not to follow the recommendation of the probation officer, but it's believed that the court issued the sentence as a deterrent to future startup schemes and a way to rebuild investor trust. It appears the court is sending a message and I might suggest that good old Sam Bankman-Fried of FTX should be worried, uh, very worried right about now. How the mighty fall. I guess she'll appeal that, won't she, that sentencing? Can she? Uh, she probably will appeal, but I don't think it's looking too good for her. Amy, great to catch up. You have a great week, and we'll talk again next week as we get closer to Christmas. Sounds good. And, uh, yeah, and my birthday became, most importantly. Oh. I don't do Christmas until after my birthday. Okay, well, we'll wait for that one. Have a good one. Thanks, BK. See you. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clint and Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.